0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream, get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back to Bernie's Beer District. Um, Josh, joined in the, today with a special guest, uh, Francisco Castro. Francisco, why don't you introduce yourself?
0: Hey, how's it going, Josh? Uh, glad to be on here. We've interacted a little bit here on there, here and there on Twitter, and uh, I follow you, and you're a good follow, especially with your the information that you post on on Twitter regarding the Brewers. I feel like you always have some good information on there. Um, as well as your writing. I've read some of those as well um, for reviewing the brew, correct? Yep. Yeah. Right. I'm both reviewing the brew. Perfect. Yeah. No, I've read some of your stuff. So no, I'm happy to be here. I'm always happy to talk brewers. I'm always happy happy to talk baseball in general. Uh, and this is a really good time if you get rid of this last week for the brewers because uh, fourth straight trip to the postseason. Not many teams can say that. I think maybe three or four can say that after this season, after everything's done, I think it's only about three or four teams who have been to the last four postseasons. And uh, the Brewers are back again. So it's going to be really excited to see what they do. And uh, this team, I will say off the bat, has really surprised me um, just based on preseason, like the, the uh, predictions I had, and then middle of the season, and then end of the season, it, it's been a, an emotional roller coaster watching this team. And I, that's probably how it is for any baseball team. And it's been amazing. I love it.
1: Yeah. I mean, this has been, a uh, you know, it's been a rough couple of f- like last five, six days have been kind of, uh, low points on the season, but it's been a hell of a ride and, you know, we're closing on it. Like you said, four straight postseason runs, um, honestly, just off the top of my brain, I think that's like the Rays, um Dodgers Rays Dodgers and I think Astros are
0: uh no it wouldn't be the Rays because the Rays didn't get there in 19 they missed out on the wild card so it wouldn't it wouldn't be the Astros because no it would be the Astros yeah um it would have been Oakland but Oakland is (laughs) fell fell apart completely yeah Um, and then um I can't think of the 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 other team but yeah no it hasn't been very many so right now I can think of Dodgers Brewers and and the Astros and that's really good company if you think about it, just those two teams are the class of MLB. If you get rid of the whole scandal, they have been the class of the AL, and the Brewers are right up there with them in terms of playoff appearances in the last couple of seasons.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I know, you know, Stearns came over from Houston. There are some similarities with the way the the Brewers and Astros are run, but I think it's showing that, their method at least works in getting to the postseason.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you think about what the Astros did, they kinda of did the same thing the Cubs did. They lost for several years. The Brewers didn't really do that. They were kind of towing the line of rebuilding, retooling, but never really committed. Um, they they weren't they weren't really a rebuilding team in the sense that they were trying to lose. Like I feel the mm-hmm. Cubs and the Astros were when they lost like hundred plus games every season the brewers were at least somewhat competitive and they were able to make really good moves, really good trades, really good drafting um, and developing. And then which, once we hit that Christian Yellis trade, it just like kicked off and jump started all this like magical run. It's been for the last couple of seasons. And like, we look at our talent and our pitching staff, what team has three, I would say Peralta, because when we got him is really young. So three really homegrown talent that are, aces like one a one b and one c like any of those three can be an ace on any starting rotation in baseball right now
1: yeah i mean i agree like i think we're looking at probably one of the best starting rotations since the braves in the 90s with maddox smoltz and glavin like it's um
0: yeah maybe the Moneyball have... a's with um with um barry zito and mark Mulder and uh, tim hudson those three i feel like i've compared this team to that team before uh, but then, yeah, you talk about the Braves. Like, this this might be the best rotation the Brewers have ever had.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, it's definitely tracking that way. Lowest ERA in franchise history or least rotation lowest, like the lowest starting pitching ERA. Yeah. Most strikeout, I mean, the highest K per nine. Like, we have an outside shot at having three starters record 200 strikeouts, which would be mm-hmm. only the seventh team in the modern era to do that.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. And these all three of them will get Cy Young votes. Um, mm-hmm. Corbin Byrne obviously will get the most. There's a good chance he might win. Um, but then you look at what uh, this is happening in in uh, L. A. with um, I can't even think of his name anymore. Who, who created for Max Scherzer? What he's doing? Um, he's just been really good. And I think Corbin Burns had ha- he missed those couple starts earlier um, or midseason, I guess, and that mm-hmm. may have put him behind in like innings pitched and all those kind of categories. Uh, But if you look at what he's done, he's done so much with fewer innings that makes it seem even more incredible. Um, But yeah, man, it's crazy. Just thinking that this team has three legitimate aces, three players who will get Cy Young votes. And uh, any year, any game, these three can throw a no hitter. Like we've seen it happen on this Mm -hmm. team. Like with Corbin Burns could have, and I wish he would have gone out. Like I understand it. I understand. But the fan in me was like, dude, just, Give him, like, a couple more pitches, you know, see what he can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. When we face it, the Cardinals.
1: <laughs> I guess, I mean, we'll uh, use that transition from the star- strong starting pitching to, I was trying to delay this inevitable, but, you know, we lost this, on Sunday. This, and then the this Cardinals is so came bad. To town, And um, Cardinals ride an eight-game winning streak. The Brewers were unable to stop them. Now Cardinals won twelve straight. Yeah. And um, you know, it's do catch him. I'm not sure how many of the games he caught this week, but uh... so I
0: watched I watched two full games and half of a half a game. And I'll say this. Um this is the Cardinals team that I expected all mm-hmm. season. So it doesn't surprise me that they came into this series and swept us. It doesn't, because they were playing hot. They have the talent. And I think the shocking part was they hadn't been able to put it together until very recently and just in the right time to sneak into the postseason. Um, And if you're the Dodgers or if you're the Giants, you don't want to face this Cardinals team because they can pitch. They have a really good bullpen. Like their bullpen was crazy dominant against the the Brewers here. Um, And they just have offense like, you know, first base, third base. like They have it everywhere. And they have a lot of veteran leadership on that team, veterans who have been to the postseason, who have been to the World Series and have won a World Series. So, yeah, this team, while if you take a step back and you say, wow, this is really depressing as a Brewers fan, because we just got swept by a team in our division when we were hoping we would win the division uh, crown this series against them. But if you just take a step back and look at them and say, this is a really good team. And the Brewers just caught them at a really bad bad time, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think this really is going to be significant in the grand scheme of things. Like if the postseason started tomorrow, I wouldn't say okay, this this team isn't going to go through. I still think this Brewers team, with our pitching, with our offense, when <laughs> sometimes, um, I, I'm not I'm not really worried about it. It just really sucks to be swept, especially the four game series.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, anytime. Especially the way the game went down on Thursday, up five nothing and it just falling apart at the end. But yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think you're right. Like, you know, if season ended today, might have a little concern for game one and two, but I'm not in a, any weird near a panic mode. Like I'd say I'm at probably a death defcon like four and a half right now. Like
0: <laughs> Bro, if you go on Facebook Brewer Facebook groups, it's it's the end of the world. And I'm oh. like, guys, Chill out. We're good. We're still still got the best staff in baseball.
1: And that's the thing. I mean, looking at the starting pitching, the starting pitching outside of Wednesday, which, um, you know, was Brett Anderson's first game back in a couple weeks, so he was a little rusty. But the starting pitching was really solid. Pretty Garza on Monday. I mean, every pitcher except for Brett Anderson went six innings. They all had I guess what you would call quality starts with under three earned runs and, and
0: three earned runs nine K's for Peralta on, yeah. uh, on that what, Monday and it was mm-hmm. good
1: yeah I mean his command is a little funky but that's just kind of the way he pitches but he definitely seems more back after a rough couple starts coming back from the IL and then Woodruff went six innings one run 10 punch outs and I, the Brewers are just incapable of scoring runs with him on the mound. It is infuriating. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's going to be a concern heading into the postseason? Like, not to change subjects real quick, but now that you mentioned that, I mean, if you look at what the uh, the game two days ago, it, mm-hmm. we lost two to one. You know, we we only gave up two runs, but we still lost.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think. Again, like, I don't know if that's like a major, major concern, but I think it's definitely uh, something that's kind of a point of interest. I mean, yeah. obviously, any time your starting pitcher goes out and allows fewer than four runs, like three runs, I, you should be in the game. I mean, I know yeah. off the top of my head, I don't remember the record, but I know four runs is the Brewers' magic number for scoring, but it's... I mean, two to one is a, it's a tough, that's a tough loss to take, especially, you know, when you go up against the high powered offenses, like the Braves who were probably going to be fit facing in the NLDF. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean that lineup, uh, that lineup's scary.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, and like you mentioned the Braves, like they have some good pitching. They have some, they their bullpen kind of concerns me. If you were like a Braves fan, like, I don't know how confident you can mm-hmm. be, but with that offense, I mean, offense can, can hide a lot of errors i mean a lot of mistakes if you can out hit the opponent like you're going to be good um then again like facing woodruff facing burns facing peralta seen an ashby and then a hater like i don't know how many runs i think we have the correct staff to really stifle stifle that that offense
1: mm-hmm.
0: so i mean there's there's always that like pitching wins in the postseason and that's yeah. that's the one thing that gives me confidence about this team like this team has pitching like we've talked about it. like this is the best pitching staff i've seen in a long time on any team especially a brewers team, uh, team a team and team that's normally we have a lot of high power offense you think we have Prince Fielder we have Brian Braun we have all this offense and we never really had like three legitimate aces um and uh, now this team's generating buzz too like i'm i had uh Jeff Blum on the Astros played by play uh, color analyst on for their tv mm-hmm. broadcast he told me that he said hey you know what a cameraman asked me who's going to be in the World Series, and he said, "I think it's going to be the Brewers, and I think they're going to play the White Sox." And he's telling me this, and I'm like, "Wow, you're an Astros guy, and you're telling me that the White Sox are going to be in the World Series? You think against the Brewers?" And I'm like, "Wow, uh, a, t- a national guy is, you know, talking about our team here, in Wisconsin, and like we're just, we're generating some buzz because you think about it. And he's been on the five White Sox, you won a World Series, he." called World Series when the, the Ashers won and when they lost in the World Series. And he's seen really good teams, so he knows what pitching and defense does. And that's what the Brewers have. They have pitching and they have really good defense, except Urias.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, he's uh, it's so interesting to me to watch him play third, like, infield. Like, I've, I'll i be honest, I'm a big fan of his. Like, I think he has a future on his team. But yeah. there's something about when you put him, like, within... Like, you take him 20 feet off the third baseline or 20 feet off a second base, like, in that 50-foot range, he just, I don't know if it's the yip, but he just all mental, all ability to make throws, which is crazy because he was making, I'm not sure if you caught the game today, but he was, like, he had some solid defensive plays, but then he also had just errors like he did last night.
0: Yeah, and the thing about him, it's, it's all mental because we've seen him make amazing plays. I can't remember what game it was recently when he like, dove out and caught the ball uh, as a uh, when he was playing shortstop and I'm like, "Wow, that's what a catch. Like, dude, he like left his feet, dove, and then you see him have all the time in the world just to throw to first base and he just can't do it." Uh and that's that's why mm-hmm. I think it has to be mental cuz he we know he has the talent. Um and you have to give him credit, though. He was the starting shortstop. They made that trade to get rid of um, Arcia. They gave him the job. He lost it. He didn't lose his confidence at the plate. Uh, He didn't lose his, like, really, like, happy-go-lucky kind of spirit that he has. Um, He could have, like, really just let that ruin his season. Like, you know, you're kind of benched. But he's found opportunities to play, and he's been one of the home run leaders on the team. And he's been a solid contributor to a team that has World Series aspirations. So like, it's all credit to counsel because he knows how to say the right things to the players to have them really buy in. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, this, I, I don't know what else to say about him. I think I, other than the errors and it's frustrating, like it's, I I really love the guy I think. And he's young. He has so much room to grow, yeah. which is he's like, what 24, 23, 24. He's so he said, has a yeah, ton 20, of
1: 24, but yeah, I mean, it's, You know, he and Adamus, I think, have a shot to be kind of a good core going forward to build, you know, Brown, but definitely, I mean, I guess kind of the defense is something outside of Urias, it's a very solid defensive team. I mean, long up the middle, Adamas is showing or kind of becoming a much more reliable defender. I know he had kind of some struggles in Tampa Bay, Mm -hmm. but
0: that... I mean, Tampa Bay sucks, like their whole... Like, the I mean, stadium is just dumb.
1: He, he just could, I mean, he couldn't see for three, yeah. the first three years of his career. But, I mean, and so that that's a power duo up the middle that's going to help when you have Lauer and Hauser on the mound because those guys induce ground balls, which is great because yeah. you have, you know, the three pitchers, the three aces who are going to, you know, knock your socks off to rack up eight strikeouts through five innings. And then you also have the guys who are going to get soft contact and ground balls right up to long.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, for sure. And you talk about, and then they added Jackie Bradley jr. Um, at, at center field, although he hasn't really come around offensively. Um, I've seen him turn it on in the postseason. I had mm-hmm. a Red Sox uh, podcaster on my podcast who said uh, during the postseason, like he can turn it on. And that's what I think where everyone kind of recognizes his talent. Cause in the postseason he's had big hits. Um, and one big hit in the postseason can change his whole narrative of this season. Like he gives us a walk-off hit to get us to the World Series or something. We're mm-hmm. going to forget about this crappy offense that he had all season. Um, but Council and the front office really made a um, an effort to really fix their their defense. Um, and especially with the pitchers that you mentioned, that we have ground ball pitchers. Even Brent Suter is, he, uh, is a ground ball pitcher at times because um, he, he doesn't really strike anyone out. Mm-hmm. um they really needed that defense and they got jackie bradley jr they like you said colton wong from the cardinals which makes it feel so much nicer when he can steal him away from a division rival
1: they just like, um, let him walk they, they cut him
0: yeah so they weren't going to give him a deal and then i i read um somewhere that they were trying to eventually come up with another deal maybe less money um and he was just not down with that uh so why not go to the brewers team that uh you know has the pitching that we have and a chance to win a World Series like we are. so Yeah. And I think you'll see that next season too. Players, like you see like veterans in basketball, you see they're chasing a ring. I think you'll see players sign with this team next season because they know with the pitching staff that we have, like there's a good chance they have a chance, a shot to win a World Series.
1: Yeah, um, I know depending on what t- circles of Twitter you're or baseball Twitter you're part of, there are um, people who are, somewhat seriously linking or saying that Chris Bryant would be a great fit on the Brewers. And like, I, I agree, but I don't, I don't want to get my hopes up on that.
0: Yeah. So no, I I've seen that. So I probably follow the same people you do. Um, what he's done in San Francisco has been incredible um, over his career. And I knew he wouldn't sign with the Cubs long-term, especially after they screwed him over with arbitration and all that. Like why would they would have to offer him crazy money to have him want to stay there. Mm-hmm. I think San Francisco is going to keep him. San Francisco has no money on the books after this season. Uh, they're going to lose a ton of big contracts. Although they just re-signed Brandon Crawford um, to a uh, two-year extension, but they're going to have money next season. So they're, he's probably going to stay in San Francisco. And San Francisco has never been able to get free agents who, like offensively, free agents who, because mm-hmm. um, they can't hit. Um, they moved in their their uh, right field center field wall this past offseason to put the bullpens back there um but and that maybe is why they're leading the league in home runs after not being known for a you know a hitter's park um uh, but it is so hard to get really good hitters to sign there so i think um San Francisco is going to do everything they can to keep him there and build around him uh cuz they still have a really good sh- uh catcher in their in their farm system with Joey Bart um uh, mm-hmm. and he's been able to j- develop more with you know supposed he having a resurgence uh season so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think he's gonna be with the Brewers. I would love them to sign, resign, um, Eduardo Escobar. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. think he'll be expensive. Um, and he's been a really uh, good addition to this team. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I think this team's gonna have a ton of options after this uh, World Series uh, parade uh, that they're gonna celebrate.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, that's kind of a good way to pivot back to uh, talking about the present now. Um, yeah. I guess. Well, you know, today Brad Boxberger made a, a box throw to first base, <sighs> yeah, which is bad. Know, two strikes, two outs. And that just allowed, kind of opened the floodgates. Box yeah, you can't
0: give up free free walks and, and runs like that.
1: Yeah. And I mean, after being easily one of the better pickups of the offseason, I mean, oh, yeah. Finally contract the guy, he got released. He was didn't break camp with the team. And turned into a guy who the Brewers turned to for high leverage situations, um, has kind of fallen off as of late. Ten earned runs in September. He's touching his career high in innings pitched. He just seems gas out there. It seems like the, you know, the long year is finally like the long year after the short year is kind of catching up to him. I guess do you yeah. have any thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Um, So I was actually asked this question not too long ago on a different podcast. Like, Who would we have? Because we know the ninth is Hayter. The eighth is Devin Williams. Who would we have in a high leverage situation go out for that seventh inning? And I thought, well, Boxberger, because he's had closing experience and he's been really solid for this team. And you mentioned how he was a roster invite. Um, uh, And that just, again, shows how amazing this front office is from him to Hunter Strickland to Jay Cousins. Mm-hmm. to like no one would have thought those three would have been pitching key innings for a really good team, but here we are, you know, that's what's happening because this, again, front office knows how to make the right <laughs> moves. Um, But yeah, so he has been telling off and I, I think I was, that's, this is one reason I was hoping they would win or clinch the division so they can start resting these, these key guys who mm-hmm. is, they're going to rely on because they're going to rely on Boxberger. Um, the emergence of Ashby is going to really kind of alleviate some of that stress that, okay, if he's not having a good inning, we can throw in Ashby and Ashby has been incredible ever since he's come up, get rid of that first game against the Cubs. It's not a big deal. Look past that what he's been able to do 99 sinker. And then the change of the slider, like, Oh my he's just, I love watching him pitch. Um, I think he's really coming into his own and he's going to have some big key moments for us in the playoffs. But I still think that seventh inning spot is going to be Boxberger. So I really hope he figures things out and I really hope they can clinch so they can start just giving these guys some rest. Like just mm-hmm. let them enjoy the last couple games their days off heading into the postseason because they're going to need him. They're going to rely on him. Like he's had closing experience. He's been one of the best closers in baseball at times. Uh, and I, I just think he's going through a little slump right now, and it, it is probably fatigue. I mean, that's that's just one. I mean, he's pitched a lot of innings for this team, and uh, I th- I think I just think he hopefully can get some rest. in like him, Suter, uh, as much as I don't like watching Suter pitch, because like I just get so <laughs> nervous. Um, I get these guys just need to get some rest. And uh, this is let's let's wrap up this division. That's all I'm trying to say. Let's get this wrapped up so we can kind of get healthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know one of the guys who has been resting up recently, Devin Williams, um, Council kind of dropped a bomb post-game. He said that uh, Williams has been dealing with a calf issue, hmm. and they're trying to avoid an IL stint with him. Uh, he hasn't pitched since the 18th, but, yeah. man, we need a uh, – I mean, as deep as the Brewers' bullpen is, if Boxberger is still kind of yeah. just fatigue and Williams, it, it can get real narrow, real – or really
0: thin really quickly. Yeah, no, I feel that. But, I mean, the good thing is, once you get to the postseason, you can put Lauer into the bullpen. Mm -hmm. You can put Hauser into the bullpen. Um, Brett Anderson, although I don't know if if he's going to be a really good reliever. I don't feel like that's really his role. Um, But they have those options. Yeah. Devin Williams, just like Boxberger, is going to be a really key. They need him if they want to win a World Series. If he's not right and Boxberger isn't right, World Series may not be a possibility for this team unless they're really going to get key innings of relief from like Hauser. Uh, but you mm-hmm. see the Astros; they did that. They had um, Brad Peacock closing out games, and they had Lance McCullers closing out games when they won World Series. So, I mean, it, it, there's a precedent for that. I like, has been done. Mm-hmm. He's so key to this team; like he, he needs to get healthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would sit I him guess, out. Ultimately, I trust Council to manage the bullpen. I yeah. think that. He's the guy who's going to be able to – he and Chris Hook and Steve Carsey are going to be able yep. to find ways to, you know, fill the innings, If it, whether it's, you know, they tandem Lauer and Hauser for three, four innings apiece and then flip it over to Hayter or Ashby or someone mm-hmm. of those lines. I think they're definitely going to be able to manage the team. But I think Williams is going to be a guy – I wouldn't be surprised if, they, if he doesn't pitch this – weekend in against the oh, Mets yeah no they, there's
0: no reason to
1: yeah I mean because ultimately as much as some people may not or as much as may not seem like it the Brewers do have the division all but wrapped up
0: oh yes 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 they can win it tomorrow I think Cardinals have yeah. a double header if they lose both of them it's over so it's wrap
1: yeah it's yeah I mean we're gonna be rooting for the Cubs so that'll be a little <laughs> yeah a little weird or just
0: root for the Brewers to win as long yeah. as the Brewers win, then that number goes down. So who cares about the Cardinals or the codes?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know, playing the Mets, who are just, uh, they're Dumps, something. Dumpster fire. They are, uh, if George Costanza was a baseball team, it'd be the New York Mets. It's yeah.
0: <laughs> Man, they're a, they're a trip to watch. Um, I predicted, I, preseason predictions, I thought they were going to have the wild card. Um, I thought I actually predicted the Brewers to miss the postseason because I thought the Cardinals, this Cardinals team was what we were going to see. And if this is the Cardinals team we would have saw all season, I don't know if the Brewers win the division, if I'm being honest, because this Cardinals team is the way they're playing now. They're really good. But no, the Mets are. I don't know. I don't know how to talk about the Mets. Like they're just depressing to watch because they have so much talent. Yeah, but they can't. It's weird. I don't know. And then probably your bias, like I, he's frustrates me. Um, he's so just, fun to
1: watch, but also is like, like I mean, I I know I'm a little biased against him because like he Cubs. was on the Cubs, but <laughs> yeah. he seems like a player who's so fun to watch, but also so infuriating to have on your team because like yeah. he'll make these highlight reel plays, but then he's chasing a pitch ten feet that's bouncing ten feet before this before it crosses home plate.
0: Yeah, but then he'll give you like 30 home runs too, so it's a it's a <laughs> weird like. I mean, I would love to him on the team to have him on the team, but he's not like a star you build around. I think like yeah. he's a good, like in in with the Cubs, he's a good piece to that team that won. But I mean, I don't think he's like a cornerstone player. I no, get paid but, like it though, yeah. <laughs> with this offseason, season. But I don't think he is.
1: No, I mean, he's a guy that you know is kind of a. He seems like a glue guy, like kind of the guy who, like you said, is gonna go get, get you 30 homers, but isn't the only, like, needs a yeah. strong supporting cast around him.
0: I can I I, I, contr- I um, compare him to, like, a Draymond Green. Like, mm-hmm. he's like a team that, a player on a team that's really good um, on a winning team, and he's a team, a player that everyone likes to hate. Unless he's on your team, then you're like, dang, like, did you see that slide, you know? And you're like, well, that's yeah. kind of cool. Um, but if he's not on your team, you're like, oh, this guy's kind of arrogant, he's kind of cocky. I don't know. That's just... Is they're they're a really annoying team to watch because they have talent but they can't win like the Phillies they have so much talent they can't win I don't know what to do
1: Yeah <laughs> it's um you know it's luckily that's not our problem going forward Not but at all Three games it's gonna be Burns Lauer and Peralta good. home finale I mean or it's gonna be Euchre tribute night gonna have Ron retirement yeah. ceremony It'll Ooh. uh be Doesn't a good. good yeah it'll be an emotional day and Hopefully it'll be a division crown baked in somewhere. Otherwise, yeah. I'm not sure how if Brewers Twitter or Facebook will uh, be able to handle that.
0: I yeah, but I also feel like there's a portion of Brewers Twitter and like Facebook who are like almost hoping it happens to prove themselves right. You know, like it's mm-hmm. like we knew this was gonna happen. You're like really like this. You know, like don't be oh, happy that it's you know. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, no, there's definitely a, a portion of people who would rather be like the brewers be basement dwellers so they can say that they were right than
0: Yeah. I but, feel like a lot of them kind of love to be in that misery. <laughs> you
1: know, yeah, <laughs> it's I mean, it's there's something addictive about like the about throwing yourself a pity party. Yeah. But I don't know, it's um you know, I think at this point just you got to wash it, wash it off and yeah. Get ready yeah, for, the for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like I said, this take a step back, look at this team you're playing. They played a really good team that was really hot. Uh, the Brewers couldn't get the bats going. I don't. I think they're fine. I don't. I don't think there's really any mm-hmm. concern. Like a major concern. Um. Yeah, you just caught the birds at a really good time, and this is what happens.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you said, the Cardinals are a good team. They've been a good team all year. They just haven't, and they finally raised their yeah. actual
0: production to their potential yeah absolutely and the, the, they have they have the pitching to win i i think they're going to be a really hard, tough out and you've seen like w- wild card teams every year make a run like the nationals they were a wild card yeah. team like we don't need a rehash to what happened that
1: no no we don't <laughs> but uh
0: but you can see like they got hot and next thing you know they're riding they're pitching all the way to world series win uh the royals the Giants, I think they were World Series. I think the Tigers back in the day, uh, they didn't win, but I think they got to the World Series as a as a wild card team. It's you see it all the time, like yeah, it can happen. So I wouldn't want to be facing the Cardinals if I was any Dodgers <laughs> or Giants fans.
1: Well, luckily we um, just have a three game stretch against them, and then hopefully we don't worry. Never to see to them again. again. So we <laughs> uh, well, I think that's gonna be it for this episode um, yeah well,
0: hey josh thanks for having me on I, I appreciate you uh letting me come on ramble on about the brewers and talk baseball
1: yeah of course it was great if you want to plug anything feel
0: yeah definitely yeah for sure um i uh me and my co hosts we have a podcast called the walking up uh, we cover the brewers we also have a youtube channel on the youtube channel we have um it is also Brewers related, Brewers centric, but we also cover other teams. We had uh, Jeff Pelham on for the Astros to talk about that team. We had um, Andre uh, Not, who is the Indians uh, sideline uh, reporter for Fox, and he was on to talk about the Indians and uh, also had some really good Brewers insight because he says he actually messaged me, he said, "Hey, can I come on? Like the Brewers are really hot. Like I want to talk about them after we <laughs> no-hit them, you know." Uh, so, how to get his his uh, his uh, takes on? how it felt to be on the sidelines watching the brewers no hit the indians and the indians are they have a they're a fun team they have a lot of cool i was really hoping they would get their third baseman but that's yeah. that's neither here nor there <laughs> and hes he said he said they're uh, he said they're probably going to ex- give him an extension so that's probably out of out of the the works there for the brewers to trade for him later but uh yeah so we have a ton of diff- random content on there for baseball related and uh, we have a lot more coming on so uh definitely check that out on the youtube on the podcast wherever you find your podcast and josh you do a great job tyler is a good friend of mine he does a great job both of you with your writing and your podcasting so love to talk to you and again whenever I'm always here always down to talk some brewers baseball
1: awesome well thank you again for coming on and thank you everyone for listening and hopefully we'll uh, be recapping a, a division win next time you know it